you want an insight into the minds of the industry professionals, then there's only one place to be. One place to be. The Ins and Out Podcast with your host, Kane Silver. In this episode of the Ins and Outs Podcast, I speak to my good friend and professional dancer, Anders Dino. In this podcast, we talk about what it's like to be a professional dancer and some of the sacrifices you have to make to make your dreams actually come true and that you just need to trust in yourself. Anders is currently on tour with Kylie Minogue, chasing his dream. So here is Anders Dino. And we live, baby. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, don't be so loud, though. You're fucking deaf. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so we've had a bit of an exciting morning. That's right. So I forgot my headphone splitter, so we can't both hear this very good, but we're going to hustle it through anyway. And then Anders just decided to throw his green tea all over my fucking laptop. <laughs> my bad, bro. My bad, bro. <laughs> Yo, yeah. so I had the weirdest trip on the way over here. Tell me. So I told you I had four protein bars last night, yeah? yeah. So my belly is not feeling good. So I was walking and I was like, I need to do a dump. So I was walking here and I stopped in the library for a dump and I was like, yo, where's the toilet? And they were like, oh, there's only two public toilets, the disabled and the men's. And I was like, cool, disabled, because the yeah. men's one was busy. So I go in and I lock the door and I'm sat down and I'm scrolling on my phone and the door opened and there was this young black woman just staring right at me as I was sat with my trousers by my ankles. I was like, hey. How you doing, girl? How you doing, girl? <laughs> the door didn't lock. Why was she in the men's room? No, no, I went in the disabled. Oh, mm. okay. But then she probably thought I was disabled, so yeah. she probably felt bad. <laughs> well, aren't you? Or... Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, apparently, I didn't, Only lo- when you dance. I didn't lock the door. Nice, <laughs> nice. Thanks for being so positive. Of course, brother. Anyway, bro, how are you? I'm good, G. How are you doing? I'm good, bro. Uh, thanks I'm happy for, you're here, man. Thanks, Finally. Thanks for being on my podcast. So, the ins and out. I've been waiting for a long time for this guy to even ask me to be in his podcast. He's always asked me, Anders, who you want to have on it? I'm like, bro, me. <laughs> <laughs> Anders is like, yo, you need to get rich in tone. I'm like, yeah, yeah, eventually. Rich in tone of last stars, bro. We need to hear from the OGs. The OGs. That's so right. uh, we're in Birmingham at the moment. Yep. Um, I'm here on tour and you're here on tour. That's right. Is, what is this? Which is dope. Come on, man. So uh, tell us what you're up to, bro. Well, um, we just started the Kylie Minogue Golden Tour mm-hmm. a few days ago. Had an opening night in Newcastle on Tuesday. We did Nottingham yesterday, and tonight is Birmingham. So, yeah. So, th- show number three today. Show number three tonight. How yeah. was the opening night? Oh, amazing. Amazing. It was uh, one for the books for sure. Hell, yeah. Because you've been waiting for this gig for a while now. Yeah. Well, so since we started doing you know, spot dates with Kylie back in, like, 16, mm-hmm. I knew that if I, there was one UK artist I wanted to go on tour with, it would be you know, Kylie and, and her team. And I knew she was going to come with a new project at some point, but we didn't really know when. Mm-hmm. So basically since mid-2016, I've been waiting and working every day to be here today. Yeah. So it's it's kind of surreal, and I'm I'm doing my best at taking it all in. Yeah. Um, Which is difficult sometimes. Yeah. With our lifestyle to really be in the present. But that's really something you have to have to focus on as a performer, man. Yeah. Just to be in the moment. I say that all the time. Like, I used to be so bad at being present. I'd yeah. always be like, what's next? What's yeah. next? And I'd be like, no, motherfucker. Just relax and enjoy what you're doing. Exactly. Everything's going to come to you at the right time. So don't even stress about what's next because it's already planned out for you. Yeah. You know? 100%. How yeah, was man. the rehearsal process? Dope. Yeah. I, I went through some some personal stuff, which was made it difficult for me to fully enjoy. Uh-huh. The whole rehearsal period, um, but it was the team is amazing. 
choreographer, Ashley Wallen, Jennifer Griffin, assistant. They're just gangster to work with. They are the um, nicest people to yeah, work with. Yeah, man. For. They just makes the ride so much easier. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the team, all the dancers, is just good people. So rehearsal has been... How I many mean, dancers are on this one? Six boys, two girls. Ooh. Eight. Yeah. Girls are outnumbered. I know, right? All these cute fellas. Ow. Gay. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. So, uh, so how many dates do you do on this tour? Um, we have 14 dates on the UK and Ireland lake. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there is some stuff in the air we haven't been confirmed for and anything, but we're waiting for, to hear for more. Yeah. Yeah. So is, is it going to be a world tour or just UK and Ireland? Uh, well, there is a few more lakes that's, that's. On a, up in the air, but it's mm-hmm. not going to be like a complete world tour right now, I think. Yeah, we I'm just, sure she'll do Australia, right? That's a leg we're waiting for, and then she's doing Europe already, and then mm-hmm. we're just waiting to get confirmed for that as well. Sick. So we'll see, yeah. I mean, it'll happen, bro. Yeah. I remember when I first ever met you, you were like, my dream job is to do a tour with a big artist. Isn't that right? And you're doing it, bro. That's right, bro. How long ago was that? What? When we first met. 2012, probably. LA. 2012. Yeah, boy. I remember... I remember one of my, my first moments I remember with, with Kane was we went to a Starbucks on uh, Magnolia and Langersham <laughs> and I got like this sugared out frabble flabby something <laughs> and he was like, nah, bro, you, I mean, there's too much sugar. I'm like, really? I mean, I, I feel fine. I look okay. good. I he good. was having something with nothing in it, just pure coffee or iced coffee or something. Yeah. Black. Yeah. And you were like telling me all about carbs and stuff. And I was like, I don't even know what this is right now. That was before I learned protein, carbs, calories, yeah. fats, all these things. I yeah. turned you into a bit of a gym bunny, didn't That's I? That's right, man. You we had some up, good training sessions in yeah. LA. And we did them. I got you on that shoot with Yusuf, you remember? We did the submissions yes. for Britney. Yes. You and my opposite. That was our first time dancing together. Yeah, that was that was pretty fun. Yeah, that was dope. I remember that, that shoot day. I drove with you in the car, I think. And then you popped the trunk. And then you have a bunch of head, uh, headshots and resumes just Flooded all over your all over the, the back of your car. I'm like, yo, this is gangster. Yeah, that was this LA. LA man. That was the hustle. That was the hustle. <laughs> that, was, that was six years ago. I know. Damn, bro. I've been back for three now. So you've been back as, for as long as you've been there. Yeah, yeah. So That's I did crazy. one whole visa there and I've yeah. been back here now for three. <sighs> Time flies, yo. I know, man. How's, 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 the, how's the three years here been compared to three years in LA? It's just a complete different experience. Yeah. Like, three years here is easy. I mean, easy compared to there because I've got my friends, I've got my yeah. family, I've got, I can, if I had to, I could have got a normal job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, I can go to my parents' house if I was broke. I could, like, you know what I mean? There's always a safe. You had your connections here. Of course. Whereas in LA, bro, it's like fucking, you're a lone wolf. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you make friends, but still everyone's out fending for yeah, their own. Yeah, for sure. Like, but it builds character, though. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Like, I do not miss driving to forecastings a day. Nah. You know, just to walk in and then be like, we, we were looking for a tall black dude and you're like, fuck. Thanks for telling me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when you're really desperate, you still go to them calls too and think, I'll, I'll change uh, their mind. Yeah, I, I need free classes or something. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Just recognize me for a project. <laughs> Just <bug> me. <laughs> <laughs> I need the coin. I need the coin. So um, how did you get into dancing, bro? Um, well, back in school, I think like eighth or ninth grade, um, me and my, my friends started seeing the seawalk. Mm. on YouTube like oh shit this is this is nice <laughs> started learning that off YouTube and I, I just got really hooked I think and I got really good at it 
And then from from that point on, I uh, I started taking a few classes mm-hmm. in a in a in a studio in Copenhagen called Hot Stepper. Yeah. Shout out to Hot Stepper. Um, started taking one popping class a week. Mm-hmm. And then when they realized I, I did Seawalk and I was like one of the best in Denmark, they offered me a slot mm-hmm. each week. And when you teach there, you get free classes. So I was like, perfect. And I think the the, the, the fee was like 25 pounds a class. And I was like, I can make money <laughs> from dance? From, from teaching this? <laughs> and I get free classes? Holy shit. So then I would teach one class, I think every Monday. And this is 2010, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would take all the classes I could, like three classes a day. And then I... I uh, i took a one year education of dancing on flow dance. Shout out flow dance. Mm-hmm. And then it's 2011, 2012. I, I'm in LA mm-hmm. training and yeah. So at this flow dance, was it like one year's full time, like all day, every From day? From nine till three. Yeah. Every, uh, Monday till Friday. What kind of styles did you do? Everything. So we would start out with either jazz, yoga, or ballet, or uh, Pilates. Yeah. Then we would have either hip hop, crump, popping, locking, top rock, uh-huh. breaking, oh, house. Fresh. I mean, we had we learned everything, so yeah. I, I know all my basics because of that one year. Yeah, um, which is so important being in this industry, being a versatile dancer, because so many people think versatile as being uh, technical trained and hip hop. Yeah, like then you're versatile. You can do your turns, so you can hit a skumska. But versatile to me is being able to crump, lock, pop, yeah. house lofting floor work like being diverse like that so mm-hmm. if you throw me a you need to learn four eight counts for for x factor tonight of mm-hmm. logging yeah sure i won't look bad because i know my basics of logging yeah um that that came from that one year mm-hmm. um and just uh, i think the uh the passion for each style also makes you like oh i like this style because of that feeling of the music here or you know yeah instead of just being no i only want to do commercial or hip-hop mm-hmm. steps did you like doing ballet and shit uh No, I didn't. I didn't. I mean, I didn't enjoy. It, but me and some of the boys who who went to the education together, we always had fun. Yeah. But we we didn't we didn't fuck around. We did our best, but we had fun with it. Yeah, yeah. And I remember at the end of the year, my um my contemporary teacher was like, "Yo, if you not yo, she didn't go yo, but she, she, she was like yo, she's like yo." <laughs> she told What? me that um that. I, I could if I wanted to like make it as a contemporary dancer if mm-hmm. I just went to Germany for three years until yeah. you know and I was like become yeah. vegan yeah and, like, I won't do that dress like a hippie I'm joking contemporary people don't be mad no don't be mad but yeah it's just the truth yeah man I, I think it's it's I remember thinking why would I have to take ballet like I, this is the time where I'm looking up to I'm still looking up to Marty and Nick and these guys but I'm like I see them with Justin. Oh sure, whatever. They don't do ballet. They ain't doing no tondus. No, no, no parabolas. Why would I be doing this, you know, every day? But then you learn that oh, Nick Bass, he can kill you with with a triple turn, and Misha yeah. Gable, he can he can serve some Blake McGrath. Uh, his mom's choreo. a fucking ballet teacher. You know so I, mean? I was like, oof, maybe I should have paid some more attention in ballet class. Actually, yeah. yeah well, I always think that now. I remember being in college and we'd do ballet, and I fucking hated it. Yeah. And I'd be like, I'm not made for this shit. My no. body doesn't do this shit. And they would even be like. Your body doesn't do this shit. And I'm like, then why am I here? And they're like, you know, 
And at the time, I was like, this is dumb. I'm never going to use this shit. And then as you're older, you realize how beneficial it was and how much better you could have been if I'd tried harder. Yeah. I'm always like, damn, if I'd actually, if I'd put in the time, yeah. <laughs> I could have done really well because it's been pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I but mean, the, when you put your first Brian Friedman job, you realize, oh, I should have paid attention at that belly yeah, class. Yeah, oh, that double pirouette yeah. really helped. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> I needed this shit. Yeah. And then you get the hip hop kid who can't do one turn and you're going, oh, I didn't get booked again. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't bring me back. He didn't bring you back. <laughs> um, did you first start working as a dancer in Denmark? Yeah. Or in the UK? Denmark. Yeah. So um, so I started dancing, like taking classes in hip hop 2009 mm-hmm. and started teaching 10. 11, 10, 11, took that education. And then from around 2012, I started, I had like gotten some connections in Denmark and people started knowing me. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I started working a little bit in 2012, a little bit. And then 2013, I was like one of the guys who was booking and working in Denmark. Yeah. And that kept going from 13 to 14. And then I came to London in January 2015. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I remember I was in LA when you were trying to move to London, right? Yeah, and you. Were, I was like, you need to hit up Jerry. You need to hit up everyone. Yeah, you. You were the plug. You were. You. Were, I think, you were the first guy I spoke to about London back in 2012. Because mm. I think back then I was just focusing. I want to go to LA. Yeah, I, I remember. Be saying go to LA, but you made me realize that nah, you can do basically the same thing. Yeah, closer to home in yeah. London. And, and I, I remember like, saying, oh. go and get your get get your yeah, connections get, there. Get first. your visa. Or get your CV going yeah. in London, and then if you want to go, you can go. Yeah. Yeah. And you've no no aspirations now to go to LA anymore, right? Hell no. Hell no. I'll still go for the I still have friends over there, you know, it's great training, it's mm-hmm. a great weather. The city is a vibe, but me as a Scandinavian, Northern European guy, LA is just too shallow for me. Mm-hmm. I need culture and I need real people and I need seasons of weather. Yeah, yeah. If I if you give me the sun for 12 months, man, I'll be confused what day, what time. No, <laughs> I need I need to feel the change in the atmosphere, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what was it like moving from Denmark to London? What was that transition like? Was it hard? Yeah, man. Were you broke as fuck? I wasn't broke as fuck, actually. No. I had money. Yeah, you say I, I just came off a job, like a six-month job where mm-hmm. I made coin. Um, so I was, I was good for the first... A lot of months. Um, I moved there with Tobias Ellerhammer. Mm-hmm. Shout out my brother. We moved in together. Tobibi. Tobibi. Waterfire. We moved we moved in a, in a, in a one-room flat in a, a High Street, Kensington. <laughs> you fucking idiots. <laughs> Yo. Tell us about location, that shit. Tell us about Location that shit. was gangster. We felt like pimps. But the room... So we had our own apartment, but the kitchen living room was like three meters like nothing and then we shared a, a room we had our beds in the same fucking room for six months <laughs> like bunk beds and we like, paid 750 each 750 750 each? each bro i mean you were in zone one but we were in zone one but we were zoned out because that money was killing us bro 750 to share a room yeah man that's a lot of money was that bills included nope nope <laughs> were... so every every month we had to go look at the at the water meter or electricity meter or something uh-huh. and pay like another 10 uh-huh. and council tax was also on top of that so mm-hmm. we ended up paying like 800 something each fuck yeah i don't know why but we just we did i had no clue yeah and tobias had been there for only a few months before maybe like half a year before so we were still like didn't really understand it but yeah those first six months 
was crazy, man. Because I, I didn't really know what I expected. Because I was a working dance in Denmark. I assumed I'm gonna come here, take a few classes. They know what it, what it is, and I might start booking easy. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. That's how it works. Nah, I, I I did my first job in February. I came January. Did my first job in February. It was it was a Kanye West for the Brit Awards. Mm-hmm. We were 100 dancers. Yeah. So for me, that doesn't really consider that as a job. Yeah, that's like not, it was still okay, cool. You know, it's something to post. Like my first month, I'm 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 something is happening, but it didn't feel like any sort yeah. of achievement. Well, on a grand perspective of things, it's a, a massive achievement because out of a hundred dancers in London, yeah, there's there's fucking ten thousand dancers. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's true. But so it's still a great achievement. But when you pictured yourself as a working dancer, I imagine that wasn't. Yeah, I want to be one out of eight. Yeah, one, not one out of one hundred. Yeah. <laughs> um. But that was that was that was the first thing I did here, and then I started. I think I, I started. I did a little bit of um, UDO with you and John and mm-hmm. Marco, like with judging. And yeah, stuff. judging, uh, training with you guys a lot, um, and then a week before my contract with that first apartment was up, I spoke to Cisco, and this at this point I'm I'm friends with Jerry, I'm friends with Cisco, I'm friends with uh, Sean. Mm-hmm. Like they all know me, they all think I'm cool. I'm taking the class. We mm-hmm. we go out together, but I'm still not working for them yet. Because you have to build up that friendship, that trust, and just be here for when the opportunity gets there. Yeah. So one week before my, my contract is up, I talked to Cisco like, yo, so it's been six months. I don't really feel like I've I've achieved anything close to what I want to achieve. And I think this is it, man. I'm, I'm going to move back home. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes, nah, you have to you have to stay. And I don't know why he said that. I don't. We have. I've talked to Cisco after and told him that he mm-hmm. changed my life with that. And he knows, but I don't know how he knew or how he felt it. But he was—he told me now you have to stay, and I go, okay, because you're telling me to, because I I look up to you so yeah. much. I'll stay. I'll I'll find somewhere else to stay, and I'll mm-hmm. I'll figure something out. And then that week where my 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 rent was up or my contract was up, I booked a H and M commercial with Katy Perry, mm-hmm. and I was like, Jesus, like I could have moved home now, and nothing would have happened. But then yeah. I booked that job. And it just slowly started snowballing from there. That's the way. And then what? Well, that, that's three years ago now. Yeah. Yeah, that's man. You crazy. Just, it's just about you have to understand that it takes time to build up that momentum. Yeah. And it takes time to crack the code and to get the foot through the door completely. And you never know when it's about to happen. So when once you once you feel the worst, once you want to quit the most, is the moment you have to keep working the hardest and just stay consistent. That's and, right. And trust the the process mm-hmm. and the faith, and that you're on the right journey. Mm-hmm. You know, because normally the people that make it are just the ones that didn't quit. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, as long as you're passion passionate about what you're doing, you work really hard. Yeah. And obviously, you've got to be talented too. But yeah. I always say there's there's so many talented people. Um, there's so many people uh, that can do what we do. You know what I mean? Like right. Natalie said on our podcast with Natalie Gilmore, she said, yeah. she's so lucky to be in her position on tour with Justin. She said, but there's a million dancers that could be in her position and do her job. She went, she was just like, it's like winning the lottery. It's just, you know, yep. she was the lucky one that won. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, but you still bought the ticket. You still put in the hard work. Yes, right. You're not just talented. You invested mean? the money. You've and invested everything. time, effort, energy, passion. You know, you've driven to be in this position and the difference is you just didn't give up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there was times when I wanted to give up too. And oh, I was like, well, I'm going to quit. I'm going to go and get a real job. I'm going to make real money. All my friends from school, 
that well, they're not my friends, but people I know from yeah. school, they've they're all got families, they're buying houses at like twenty five, and I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? What I can't I even pay rent. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. But that that's that's also I think the difference is in as a creative person, I think we have a different look upon life. Of course, when I see my friends back home, you know, a lot of my friends back home now have kids, you mm-hmm. know, girls, houses, whatever, and I'm like, yeah, sure, but you're twenty five. That's gonna be your life for the next sixty years. Yeah, I'm twenty five, and I'm I'm seeing the world. Yeah, yeah. I'm traveling the world. I'm I'm fulfilling my personal goals, mm-hmm. so that one day when I'm ready to have a family, I don't have a need to still leave. Yeah, I'm gonna be consistent and, and calm in where I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the most important thing is to find yourself first and mm-hmm. to fulfill yourself first, and and then you know go that direction. Yeah, no, um, I agree completely. Feel like lots of people just go. This is what life's about. Yeah, I'm gonna do that's that. Society, and then they get because that's what we're told. You know, yeah. live the dream. Yeah, you know, have a family, have a house, have a nice car, pay tax, pay rent, pay you all know? this money. And and if that's what fulfills you, then that's fucking yeah, dope. Course. Do your thing. Yeah. But for me, that was just like never even a. I never even thought about it. I no. I remember setting uh, when I was like 20. I was like, I'll buy a house by the time I'm 30. Like you know, all my other friends are like, I want to get a house ASAP. Yeah, and I was like, I'll get it by I'm thirty. I don't yeah, care about 30, now. That's, that's... You know, I got two years, bro. Oh, I got two years. I'm twenty eight. You're, you're, you're good. You're good. You're on a good. roll, bro. I'm on a roll, baby. You're on a I'm roll. I'm on a roll. That dream boy yeah. money be coming in, boy. I'll be fucking working my ass off for it. That's right, bro. <laughs> Deserve it, man. That's right. Motherfucker. We, we be trying. <laughs> we be trying to get that coin. <laughs> we be trying to get that coin. <laughs> yeah, boy. Um, what's the hardest thing for you about being a performer? Ooh. Um. So. While I'm on stage or off stage, or just as as you as a human, Oof. anything. Okay, yeah, all right. Um, I think it's the personal life, man. Mm-hmm. It's it's very difficult to 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 just when I'm always on the go. You, it's difficult to keep relationships. Mm-hmm. It's difficult to to nurture your friendships, your your family. It's difficult to. I've lost out of a, on a lot of things regarding other humans that I love, mm-hmm. um, because I've had these goals, I had these dreams that I needed to achieve, mm-hmm. cost what it may, and and when when you when you're around other people who are in the same position, it's easier. But when you're when let's say when I go back home for a month or for a few weeks, and you're around your family who has a nine to five and has a house and a daily life, a daily routine, and you're here living in a suitcase, traveling, and you're like, "Yo, this is, this is so, so different." And when I actually break down what I'm doing, mm-hmm. it's 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 so surreal that I can even keep my head straight because it's so difficult yeah, to yeah. actually live this life and still enjoy. Because of what we do when we're on stage and when we rehearse, you love it. Is that's what we work for. But when you get off stage, you get back to your hotel. There's nobody there. You wake up. There's nobody there. Mm-hmm. You know, that's difficult. It's lonely. It's lonely. It's a lonely journey. But what I've what I've understand uh, un- understood lately is that it builds character. Mm-hmm. It makes you so damn strong that, like I said, I'm 25 now. I'm not stressing. I know that in a few years' time, my life will be different because I'm achieving my goals now. Mm-hmm. So that once I'm ready to settle down, I'll be so strong because I've went through this. I understand life, understand myself. Mm-hmm. Some people are scared to be alone because mm-hmm. they can't, they, they don't know 
what to do with themselves when they're by themselves yeah. every single day. They don't know how to entertain no. themselves and love themselves. Exactly. They need other people there. To, to love them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and doing this, you know, experiencing these things, these tours, these jobs, these countries for yourself, it just makes you realize that you are enough mm-hmm. just in you, you know, and it will make life so much easier once you just, you're with, at peace in your own body and you don't need people around you 24-7, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that's the most difficult part about being in this industry and being a performer is that you're you're alone a lot of the time. But if you're strong enough to actually make it to book these jobs, that means you're also strong enough to be lonely and to be on your own and to, like you said, a lone wolf. Yeah, yeah. You know? I think um, it's when you're when when we speak to each other about it, it's quite easy to understand because you know, say we're boy like we're boys, and say we yeah. don't speak for a month. Yeah. No one's upset because no. we understand each other's lifestyle. Yeah. You understand each other's relationships. You understand each other's, you know, priorities. Exactly. But when it when it comes from like I don't know, say a family member or a partner or your yeah. boyfriend, your girlfriend, whatever, and they don't live this life. Yeah. They're like, you know, they have their schedule. Exactly. They wake up, they have breakfast, they go yeah. to work, they come home, and then they're like, why aren't you calling me? Yeah. But for us, we're like, I got class. I got to teach. Yeah. I got to go and perform. I got this. Like rehearsal. our schedule changes all the time. Yeah. Our goal changes all the time. Our frequency that we're on is always different. It's exactly. changing, forever changing. So I feel like it's so hard for us to connect with people um, and maintain that connection because people grow and people change. Yeah, exactly. And, that's- and I feel like when we meet someone, say at twenty-two, say you meet someone and you're on the same frequency, most people's frequency continues to grow but it kind of stays on the same the same level yeah whereas for us it's like up and down like a fucking yeah, roller coaster and we're always chasing different things and you know you set when you meet someone you set a goal kind of say you say we're in a relationship you set a goal and you're like i want to be by here in this amount of time yeah for them that's just a journey but for us ours is forever change like everyone's yeah. is changing but ours changes so much quicker than the average human yeah. ours changes week to week depending on what True. gig we're doing or what opportunity arises or what casting there is yeah. or what artist has been released uh one month we're balling and we're like i want to buy a house Ooh. and two months later we're like i haven't worked since the last job i need a check i need a check to pay rent <laughs> you know it's so yeah. difficult to live our lifestyles and it, people that aren't within this circle i think they they don't understand it no no it's um um i just lost it for a second <laughs> <laughs> and i think that's why lots of people end up quitting yeah and giving up do you know what i mean yeah because they're not willing to go through that, the tough periods. Yeah. Even though the tough periods are what build us and make us successful. That's the thing. Like, I, I would rather go through this and, like, go through shitty years, mm. like, personally. Because mm-hmm. well, it's, it's also rewarding years. Don't get me wrong. Oh, of this course. is incredible. It's, it's, There's no feeling like getting no, on stage man. and performing. And just knowing that you set a goal and you actually accomplish that. It's not just a goal about, I want to do 50 push-ups. No, we're talking about, I want to book a tour with the biggest artists around. Mm-hmm. And you accomplish that, that's incredible. But even more incredible is is the person you become during this process, because that is gonna take you through life. Mm-hmm. You know, this experience is gonna last me for a few months. Mm-hmm. It's gonna pay my rent for a few months. Mm-hmm. Uh, the experience gonna the experience is gonna be with me forever. Yeah. But the knowledge and the strength and the character that I built going through this and be able to make it to this level is gonna help me go through life for the next yeah. 60 years which is worth way more than money yeah you know, you know? like money goes this yeah. shit this is going to be with you yeah. it's embedded for sure 
Yeah, man. It's um, that's the thing. Like with anything in life, if you want to be great, man, you just you have to do what great people do. You have to be consistent. You have to sacrifice. And you have to want it more than the next person wants it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you're in the X Factor edition, there's 400 boys there, you go, why would they book me? Mm-hmm. They're going to book you if you stay consistent. Yeah, you got to tell them why to book you yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> that's, that's the thing, man. You got to be consistent in the right classes. Mm. You got to be, be consistent in, 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 in your personality. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's one of the main reasons why I've been so consistently working is, is, is of, me just being a real person. Mm-hmm. Um, I never tried to fake anything in order to get a job. Um, I just stay myself. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't really understand that they'll they'll humor anybody to to be friends with them. And I'm like, if I don't like you, I don't like you. And if you're a major choreographer, I still don't like you. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's and what it is. I don't want to work with you, and you don't want to work with me. Cool. If I like you, then I like you. Yeah. And and. Especially in this time and age, and life is so short, man. It's it's dumb doing stuff you don't like it's, around people you don't like. I always say that, like, like uh, dancers always like, I want to do every job. I'm yeah, like, I remember being that dancer. I remember being twenty and be yeah. like, I want to do every job. Now at twenty eight, fuck, I wish I didn't do some of them. Trust. Like, <laughs> I mean, they they taught me a lot, and I yeah. got a lot of experience from them. But it's just made me learn that I don't want to do them again. Yeah, for sure. But now at twenty eight. Like I say all the time, offer me Nicki Minaj world tour. I'm going to say no. <laughs> like it might be a world tour, but I do not want to do that choreography. No. I do not want to listen to that music. Like and that's the thing that won't fulfill me. Why, why, would, why would you spend, let's say, eight months on a world tour around people you, you don't share the same um, energy with? Mm-hmm. You don't, like you said, you don't enjoy the music or, or the choreography. So why would you spend eight months just to be able to be like, yeah, I did a Nicki Minaj world tour. But you know, deep inside you're like, this wasn't it. This wasn't what I was really nah. chasing. Yeah. You know, of course, like you can do it for, let's say, well, after eight months with a Nicki Minaj World Tour, you have coin to buy a house. Mm-hmm. Probably. Oh, yeah. If so that's it's an goal. investment that way. Yeah. But if you're like, you're saying you're 28, you've done everything you need to do. You're making great money doing Dream Boys. Why would you take this this tour if it doesn't fulfill you? Yeah. No. Like now, for me, at 28, I'm trying to find, like, what what's great for Dream Boys with me, it, what I found is that it's consistent money. I enjoy the people I'm with exactly. and I get a lot of time off to spend with my family Perfect. and my girl and invest in my podcast, invest yeah. in my other hobbies and my other interests. And I'm still performing and still dancing. And you're in the UK. Yeah. And I yeah. get to stay close to home. Yeah. You know, like I don't want to live in LA anymore. I don't want to be gone for six months. I want to be able to drop in and, you know, I found someone that I love and I want to spend the rest of my life with. So I want to invest time in that now. I've done my... I'm jet setting off the other side of the world and leaving everything because exactly. that's what I need to do. Yeah. I've passed that phase. You know what I mean? Like I've already made those sacrifices we were talking about yeah. earlier. So for me now, it's trying to find the not settle down version, but something which is more balanced. Yeah. And that's the thing that I'm currently in that whole still on the go. Yeah. Um, and like I've, 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 I've sacrificed a lot for this, you know, I've, mm. I've lost um a partner because Uh of this and you just have to understand that everything happens for a reason and once you once you accept and understand that it's so much easier just to be like well right now i need to do this Mm -hmm. and then once the time is right whoever you're meant to to me and settle with it's gonna happen Mm -hmm. you know and it's just about enjoying where you are at the moment don't stress about where you need to be Mm -hmm. I, i i heard this quote the other day saying 
the future is just a continuation of the present moment. So if you take care of the present moment, there's no reason to fear the future. That's fucking dope. You know, when I heard mm-hmm. that, I was like, oh. yo, that's right. Like, because we're always like, oh, what's gonna happen next month or mm-hmm. next year? I'm gonna, am I gonna book this job? Hopefully, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And well, if you just take care of yourself today, tomorrow go to the gym today, drink plenty of water today, and tomorrow it's gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. But you're gonna do the same thing tomorrow, and the day after, and then. You know, there's a there's a dope book by a guy called Aubrey Marcus. It's called um, Own the Day and then Own the Life or something like that. Um, And yo, it's so good. It's basically saying the same thing. Like, don't stress about next year, like about making next year perfect. Just own today. Yeah. And if you own today, then you can own tomorrow and you can own the next day. But worry about owning one day at a time. So it's like only focus on today and make sure you do everything as perfect as you can today. Yeah, you'll slip up. You'll yeah, make life, life isn't perfect. No, but as long as you make the most of every single yeah. one day, like then you're going to continue doing that every single day exactly. because you're only worrying about that one thing. Yeah. The future stresses aren't going to affect now. No. And living in the past as well is not going to affect you to, or it's not going to help you enjoy the moment more. Mm-hmm. It's just going to put more stress on you, you know? So, yeah, man. It's, um, it's a, it's a, it's an incredible. I, I'm. I'm just thinking like ten years from now, when I have kids, you know. You can teach them about life, because I've experienced life. Yeah. I haven't experienced the same nine to five day for the past thousand years. Yeah. You know, and, that, I've, I've, and that is life, but it's a different life. Yeah, my parents is living that life, and they're happy, mm-hmm. and I admire them because they have a house, of a garden, two kids, two uh, grandkids, mm-hmm. and they have been married for thirty three years, and they're happy, and I want to have that as well. Mm-hmm. But. In this time and age, with traveling being so easy to accessible, accessible and being in in an industry where where you can make a lot of money in a short period of time, you know that's also uh, something you want to do. But the knowledge you gain from this, you can give on to your kids mm-hmm. and be. You don't have to do fifteen years of school to be successful in life. Mm-hmm. You can take the, the normal ten years and then go travel, find your passion work on that passion, make money off that passion mm-hmm. and find your happiness through that. You don't have to, you know, mm-hmm. settle down for a, a, a um, what do you call these? Goose. In quotations. In quotation, normal life. Yeah. You know, in order to, to be happy, be successful, you can find success and happiness through other paths as well. No, 100%. Yeah. I always say that this is my retirement. Like yeah. my retirement has been since the day I left school. Yeah. And I'm still in my retirement. Hard work will start when I probably can't dance anymore. Right. You know, I mean, I hope it doesn't. I hope I always continue to love what I do. Yeah. But I've loved my life so much to this moment. Like, there's nothing I would change. Even with everything, all the bad things that have happened, it's made me who I am. Exactly. But this is my retirement. I've enjoyed it. I love my life. Like, I wouldn't change it. No. I put on... um. I put on Instagram, day before yesterday or yesterday, I've never booked my dream job, but I'm still living my dream life. Boom. Because, like, go back to being 16, 17, when I said I wanted to perform, I never imagined this. No. I never imagined that. for 10, 11 years. Yeah, I was doing sign-ins yesterday at um, a show, and a girl was like, oh, we drove from Glasgow. And the other day, another girl was like, oh, we drove from Edinburgh. And I was like, yo, like, you've yeah. driven, like, eight hours or to whatever. You guys they come and watch me perform. Yeah. And then they're like, yo, I love your podcast. And it's like... Oh my God, like people invest in me. Yeah. You know, I never even imagined that. That's the most ridiculous thing of all time. You're affecting people without even knowing it. Yeah. Yeah, through uh, you just doing you. And yeah, you know? me just doing what I like yeah. and I enjoy. And it has such an impact on other people. And that makes it feel 
even more rewarding and yeah. it brings value to what you do. Exactly. You know, I always think if you're bringing value to other people's life and you're making a difference, even if you're only making a difference to one human and you're bringing positivity to one human, you're doing the right thing. Yeah, for sure. You for know? For sure. It's, um, just for example, like we said, we met six years ago. Mm -hmm. Who would have thought six years later we're in Birmingham, both on tour, both, you know, living the life we want to live. That's right. Through dancing. You know, I mean, we could have met in L.A. and be like, cool, bye. That's it, yeah. no more. Yeah. But six years later, we're still cool. We still like mm -hmm. talked about before. We don't talk every day. But the friendship is still real. Yeah. You know, when we link up, it's like it was yesterday we saw each other the last time. Yeah. And that's that's when you know you find, you know, a friend for life. Mm -hmm. Even though we live in different countries or, like you say, we're on different ends of the world all the time. But you just meet people that you have the same, like... Just the same soul and heart, yeah, you know? You, you're both on the same wavelength. Yeah, you, know you both I mean? understand life the same way and have the same passions for things. Mm -hmm. It's just, yeah, man. That's... And it's, it's respect, isn't it? It's, yeah. You know, that's what it all boils down yeah. to. You respect each other. So no matter what someone's decision is, you just support them and respect them. Yeah, for sure. And that's that's uh, that's a good relationship in this industry. Yeah. And you know I also, mean? I would tell you, if you're something life. dumb. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you. so... As a person, I, w I would never lie to anybody mm -hmm. to make them happy. So if, if you no, come me to me either. and say something, yo, bro, I'm a, I want to do this job or blah, blah, blah. What do you think about this? I would say, if I don't like it, I would say, bro, that job is stupid. Or whoever you're working with there is stupid. Don't do it. You're going to hate it. Even though you really want to do it, I would say, I, I think it's dumb. Yeah. But go for it. If you want to do it, do you. But I'm going to speak the truth forever, especially to the people that I love. Uh -huh. I will never sugarcoat anything. I'll try to, of course, I've learned through the years as a Scorpio that you, you can tell things in a, a nicer way. In a nicer way, because I'm a very passionate person. But I would never be like, yeah, go, bro, go for it. If I think it's the dumbest thing in the world, mm -hmm. I would be like, but maybe, bro, think about this solution or maybe think yeah. about doing this. Well, it's thing. funny you say that. I remember when I first started Dream Boys and I remember thinking, like, I wanted to try it just to try something, get yeah. a new experience. And I wanted, I'm not going to lie, I did it for the money. Yeah. Like I wanted regular money. I was like, this is a new experience. Even if I only do it for a few months, I just want to make some quick cash and get out. Yeah. And then I started enjoying myself. And I remember being like, fuck, like I've danced for Bieber. Like I danced for Nicole and, yeah. now, and now I'm doing this. Like, I don't want to do this. I'm meant to be doing bigger things than this. Right. But then I found myself getting more and more happy. And I was like, shit, maybe this is a, this is a call into, or a sign that I'm enjoying this, this, this ride I'm on at the moment. Yeah. And I remember coming to you and being like, Yo, uh, I'm worried what people think. Like, if I give up to, like, am I, am I stopping myself from progressing? Yeah. And I remember you going, bro, are you happy? Then what, what's the problem? Exactly. You're making good money. You got a car. You got a girl. You, you got a family. You got, you probably got one of the best lives of all us dancers in UK at the moment. You know, and that's that's why we are, we always think about if I take this job, or if I do that, or if I don't do this job, what will people think about me? Well, people are too worried about thinking about themselves yeah. anyways. They don't even think, no, what's going on in your life? So as long as you feel like it's right for you, yeah, go I, for it. But it's funny because you're the one that made me feel okay about doing this. Do you remember when I made you come and watch the show? Yeah, bro. I was like, come and watch it. Yeah. And you were like, bro, do your thing. Yeah, man. You were killing the stage, bro. I was just being silly. Bro bump right there. You know me, bro bump. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. No, I, I think it's important to, to support um, your friends' goals whatever they may be, even if you don't believe in them, even mm -hmm. if you're not in them, but I will always believe in my friends. But even if I don't believe in your dream, if you come to me and tell me you want to be a NASCAR racer, mm -hmm. I might be like, okay, 
You're fucking crazy. Sure, go for it, bro. But um, maybe you should have a job on the side. (laughs) You know? Because that's what people told me when I wanted to dance. Yeah, same. But you still have to support your friends no matter what, though. Mm -hmm. You know? Because you want the same support back. Yeah. You know? And truthfully. Yeah. Like... What inspires you, bro? What inspires me? Mm. Um... Oh my goodness. You sounded so far and then. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Chicken cootie. I don't know what inspires me. A lot of things inspire me, but it's on different platforms. Um, I inspire me. You know? Mm-hmm. Like I said, I've been going through like a tough time lately, but every day when I look in the mirror, I see who I'm, who I'm going through life with, and it's me. Mm-hmm. And I'm so, I'm so happy that I get to spend life with me. Because some people don't even trust themselves. No. Like, there's a lot of people that wouldn't trust themselves with a kid or with with uh, a keychain to go through the whole day without mm-hmm. losing it. And when I look in the mirror and I see myself, I know I would trust my life with myself. So knowing that I'm, I got me, that inspires me. Mm-hmm. to And then to become a better person for myself. Um, that's something I've, I've figured out lately. Besides that, um, my friends inspire me, man. I have a lot of friends, especially from Denmark, who who's killing the game all across the world. And it's just, we came up together, you mm-hmm. know? And seeing how, how we, over the last three, four years, have put Denmark on the map and Copenhagen on the map, it's incredible, bro. It's yeah. really, it's a nice feeling when, when, when people hear, oh, in London, oh, you're from Denmark as well? Oh, yeah, you guys are really dope out there. And you're like, yeah, that's because of, of we've been making a movement. Yeah. So that that inspires me, my friends and you, people around me. Um, of course, I. One person who really inspires me is is a basketball legend, LeBron James. Oh man, oh, man. he inspires me, man, because he he does. I have my James jersey on yesterday. Is it? That's oh. right. I need to buy one of those. Mm. I want to buy a Lagos one now. He's in yeah. LA, man. Mom was in Miami Heat one, but oh, that's still fire though. I know. But he's just the way he goes about. He's the greatest. And what he does, he's been playing in the NBA for 15 years. Other people who's been drafted the same year, same year, Camilo Anthony, Dwayne Wade, they're all like slowing down. Dwayne mm-hmm. Wade is gonna play his last season this year, and LeBron James is only peaking right now. He's only going up, and it's just how he's 33, turning 34, I believe, mm-hmm. and he's still just killing it. Still one of the hardest workers in the in the gym, and that inspires me to just keep going with anything. Mm-hmm. You know, and just to not take shit, man. Whatever you go through in life, don't let it, you know, put you down and let it, let it, of course, like, let it happen. If you need to mourn, you need to be sad or cry, do your thing. But then also understand, yeah, man. Pick nah, yourself back up. Life goes on, man. You're a fucking gangster. Let's kill this shit. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And I feel like LeBron James is one of those guys who's just been gangster for the last 15 years. So he inspires me a lot, man. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What else? What else? What else? Um, so I think one of my favorite dancers to watch, and it's mm-hmm. difficult because not a lot of stuff from him is on YouTube, is Nick Bass. I mean, he's the G of Ooh. all Gs, bro. Come on, man. He's he's one of the reasons I wanted to book a tour. Mm-hmm. When I saw him on Future Sex Love, I was like, I need to do that shit. I want to be that white guy. I want to be that white guy. <laughs> Even though he's, what, he's six foot something, two yeah, or three, yeah. and I'm five nine. Yeah. You know, I still want to be that 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 cute white boy on stage, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, he's a G. He's mine, a G. mine was, mine wasn't uh, like Nick Bass and 
anyone from that camp until I really started to understand dance. Yeah. Like when I first started dancing, like I became a dancer because I wanted to be Justin Timberlake, not because I wanted no. to be a dancer. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I didn't want to be a dancer. I wanted no. to be JT. Yeah. Because this motherfucker is the coolest human on earth. be the fucking star. Yeah. And then I remember seeing, like, Cisco and Tucker Barkley Ooh. and Blake McGrath. And I wanted to be like them. I wanted to be Zazu. Yeah, yeah. Zazu. Yeah. And then I met Zazu. Anthony Kay. And I was like, oh, shit. All these people, they get paid to dance. I want to be like these. Yeah. And then when I started working and then I started to uh, see how big dance really was and how wide a variety it goes and... Then I was saw Nick Bass, Misha Gabriel, these guys, Kenny, yeah. like Devin Perry. And then I'm being like, oh, they dance like Justin Timberlake. That's, and that's then it smart. made it made yeah. the full circle, you know, and it made me realize of why I wanted to dance was because of those guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like Marty, like that was Justin Timberlake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it made full circle. It took a while for me to, like I'd say a good three years of like being a dancer, like from like 18 to... 20, 21, before yeah. I really realized what I wanted to do. Found how you wanted to. How I want to move and yeah. how I want to dance. And then through that, it's grown more into like more of a towards Rich and Tone, Fly Styles, Ooh. like AJ, you know. Yeah. And that, since then, my horizons have broadened, you could oh, say. Beautiful. But then narrowed because I, I care less about movement like Blake McGrath than yeah. like I used to. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you just, I think like when you talk about Rich and Tone, the Fly and AJ, it's just because they're creators of, of unique styles within the hip-hop, you know? Mm -hmm. And when you see them move, you're like, yo, that flavor is just raw. Yeah. You know, it's not about pure technique or triple turns or a backflip. It's about fucking breaking down house into... Into a, a floor work. Into, into yeah, a man. It's into groove. something that works commercially on stage. You're like, how? Mm -hmm. You know, they're, they're Chris Brown forever. Choreography, rich oh. in tone. If you guys don't know about this, then you're lost in the sauce. Go right now and YouTube Chris Brown forever, either VMA or something, but a live performance because it's better than the video. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but that choreo is legendary, man. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing wall to wall and being like, oh, oh my, my goodness. God. Woo! Like, That's a combo as well, yeah. man. It, it, oh. And then obviously turn up the music, just fly. That's fly, yeah. That was... Pff. Yeah. Again, that's just raw. Yeah. Like if you look at that combo, it's. I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, how is this even choreographed? It looks so, not sloppy, but so all over the place. Yeah. But it still looks in it's, sync and dope. Yeah. How? Effortless energy. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Loads yeah. of energy, but made look effortless. Like a choreographed freestyle. Yeah. Yeah. But it was just, but everyone's still doing the same shit. Exactly. Like, not like a choreographed freestyle like you see in a Millennium Dance class yeah. video where everyone's remixing the shit yeah they're doing their own thing <laughs> yeah but like now bro what do you think of class at the moment because you you're you're someone who are i believe i put a lot of your success not only down to you as an amazing human being because that's thank you i believe that is what it comes down to it comes down to you as a human and people like you or not yeah and your character and i believe that's why you're successful but another huge part of your success is I believe you really put in the work. You train. Yeah. Like you take a lot of class and you consistently take class. And I remember I was like that um, at the very beginning of my career. Yeah. And I just kind of lost lost the love for doing classes that don't fulfill the kind of movement I do. For sure. But you're still that person which still makes sure that you go and do it even though it's not your 
favorite thing to do and you don't love it yeah. i always admire you for still going you know what i need to get my training in because i want to book this job yeah man and i i, I give you shit all the time i'm like stop posting <laughs> that fucking <laughs> that gay ass video bro <laughs> no like you look so gay shout out cisco video. shout out sean <laughs> yeah but like i i take my hat off to you because like i always say you inspire me so much because you still stick to putting in the effort and putting in the work yeah. and i believe that's why you're so successful now Thank you, bro. You know what I mean? Because you stick out. You just go through the motions and you're like, cool, I'm a grind. I'm going to keep going until yeah. I get what I need. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I haven't taken class in maybe five or six months. Fuck, I take it back. No, bro. <laughs> I was on tour. I'm booking jobs, this, man. So I've been, I've been busy, man. And, you know, when you have a day off, I'd rather hit the gym or sleep than take a class because mm. I need to restore my body. Yeah. But to go back to what you were talking about, yes. When I when I first came to London, I just knew the only way to people to know me is if I'm in every fucking class and everybody knows me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took a lot of class, and then once you kind of find your people and you find the classes that's important to you and important to you reaching your goals, because mm-hmm. not every class is 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 gonna benefit you achieving your goal. No, I agree. Some classes you can take just for the fun of it, mm-hmm. but they won't be the reason you book that job you want yeah. to book. Like if you want to dance with Chris Brown, Lucas and Ricky's class isn't the one for you. Yeah, no. You know I mean, mean? It's still that's great. just an example. Great it's training. Fact, oh, the best training. But it won't give you the, the proper full work for Rich and Tones combo. Yeah. So um, I knew if I wanted to be on Kylie's tour, I had to be all up in the jazz funk. Mm-hmm. So I've been taking a lot of Sean and Cisco and Ashley, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I knew that I was here for a limited time. Mm-hmm. And I knew I had people back home waiting for me. And I knew that I don't have a day to spare to not truly go for it. Because I want to make it back home ASAP, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so the, the 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 more work I put into taking class, the more ready I will be when that audition comes around. Or mm-hmm. when that job opportunity comes around. And that was my mindset, was just to, just to be on top of it. Because... Mm-hmm. Um, one of my goals coming here was also booking X Factor, of course. It's everybody's goal in the yeah. UK. And I knew that if, if I don't have my jazz funk ready for this October, when the audition is, whenever it is, then I have to wait another year. Mm-hmm. That means that maybe means I have to postpone me coming back home with another year. I'm mm-hmm. like, nah, I don't have time for that. So that's that's kind of the reason why I was I was just taking class and class and class. And also when you're not working, you just want to remember why you love it and why you're here that is mm. the the joy of dancing and performing yeah even if it's in class yeah but yeah i haven't been in class for a minute though. yeah i haven't taken much class since i started dream boys nah. like we do like almost 200 shows a year like Woo! you know what i mean like between 100 book. between 150 and 200 shows a year so in my spare time i don't want to fucking dance nah, I want to go and relax and spend time with my loved ones and yeah. see my family and spend time with my friends yeah. and, the gym. and invest in other things. Yeah. Gym, gym every day, dog. Gym every day. But every, you know when you have the yeah. day off, you go for a two, three-hour session, not yeah. for a session. <laughs> and a swim. That's right. <laughs> for a long stretch. Yeah, man. That's the one. Yo, so check this. I saw this on the way over here Show on the me. tube. I want to read it to you. I want to see what you think. Okay. Because I know we like talking about dance and shit and performing because that's what people want to hear, but we like to talk about life yeah man so check this ready british woman feeling unwell in tenerife stunned to discover a dead tortoise was in her vagina and then what a dead tortoise was in her vagina that's that's like a turtle right yeah bro it was in her vagina it was in her vagina 
A tortoise is that big though, no? Yeah, bro. Oh my goodness. So staff at A&E Department of Medical Center in South Island are said to have called officers in after making a bizarre discovery. How the fuck would you even discover that, first of all? And then it says, described as an expat and sought help after suffering in pain in her genital area, which doctors diagnosed as an infection caused by the reptile. No way. What the fuck, bro? This is like when people, people wake up with a spider in their ear canal. Yeah, but like, how'd you wake up with a turtle in your maybe pussy, bro? Maybe was in that pussy. She was had a big pussy. Slam that DMs. Like, that's, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Up, I know, I saw it and I thought this is going to no, kill that's, Andrew. that's actually... It's one of those stories when you're like, how? Yeah. Why? I, do you, I always think did like... You, did you see that story about this, I think it was an Asian couple who had sex for four years trying to get pregnant? Then after the four years, they realized they had anal sex for four years. That's why she didn't become Shut pregnant. Up. Yeah, bro. Was it two dudes? No, <laughs> fuck you, man. No, it was a, it was a guy and a girl. They had sex, anal sex for four years, not knowing it was anal sex. Were they in Asia? I think so. I believe it was See, China or something. That's what happens when you block social media, yo. You don't get to learn the real shit. But what? <laughs> this world is crazy, man. To- I feel sorry for the tortoise. Yeah, you know. What I mean, I'm saying? it's a gangster I mean, way I'm to sure, go out. I'm sure, it died. Yeah, yeah. It got squeezed tight. Got squeezed. <laughs> <laughs> But I was it like, must be a baby tortoise. It can't be yeah, like a full it can't grown. Be. But don't you think like, do you think that the world is getting dumber, or do you think this shit has Ooh. always, or do you think that this, sh- do you think Here this, we go. this shit has always happened? But because now social media and stuff, and it's so easy to find things out that we just find out random shit so much easier now. Yeah, and it's always happened. People so, have always shoved tortoises up their vagina. I believe so. I believe I believe it's in the Bible as well, actually, about the tortoise incident. <laughs> <laughs> no, like what I believe is that, like, let's. This is gonna be a little bit of a jump, but terrorism. Mm-hmm. So we believe terrorism is skyrocketing at the moment, and is happening every day all over the place. But the reason we believe that is because, like you said, it's on the news. We have our phones where it tells so us it's happening. Yeah. Back in the seventies or sixties, you'd only know was, if you read a paper. Exactly, and. How are you gonna read a paper from Iran or wherever? Mm. That shit was was still that was terrorism all over the place as well. So, just because we have our phones now, we think everything is 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 happening more. Yeah, you know, because the news is just on the internet five seconds later after it happens. Yes, um, and like think we used to have to if someone was to catch something on camera yeah these motherfuckers had a big briefcase on their shoulder with a lens on the front yeah. of it. yeah and now all you need is your phone boom. Like, it's so easy to see yeah. things. So everything's so much more accessible now, right? Exactly. But yeah, I saw I was, that. I was thinking about this thing. Oh, maybe I shouldn't share it. No, you it should was... definitely share it because oh, now but... you've started. You yes. Okay, guys. So w- if somebody takes this idea, then I need 10%. Fuck that. 25, it... dog. 25, 27. <laughs> Anyways, I was thinking about this idea for a TV program mm-hmm. where you come in, you, you have a, a big cinema. And all your friends, all the people like in your circle, like your nearest, let's say 100, 200 friends and followers mm-hmm. are in that cinema. You come in and then on the, on, the, on the cinema screen, you see the latest pictures you've been posting. Because uh-huh. it's so easy for us to post booty pictures or whatever pictures on Instagram because you don't see people seeing it. Yeah, yeah. You just see them liking it. You don't see your parents actually watching your booty on Instagram. Yeah. So would you post the same picture? In front of 200 people in the audience. And look at their reaction. Look at their reaction. Oh, we just still post the same that's picture. so good. Yes. And like see all your friends be like, this is dope. And then see your grandma like 
crying. <gasps> oh my god! Like, oh my god! My yeah. daughter's in a J string, and someone sprayed alcohol on her body. That's right. Like that's. I think that's one of the things that made our a world a bit dumber. Maybe is that because we're posting on social media, it's like it's not a real. It's not. People still seeing it, bro. Yeah. Like but, it, but people do it for instant gratification. Yeah, it's that instant microwave. Love. It's instant like, love. It's yeah. like, it's like if I if I do this and then you check your phone every three minutes to yeah. see how many likes you've got. Yeah, and that sends an endorphin of like, like yeah, a cocaine. mini like a mini fucking orgasm. Yeah, like, do you know what I mean? That's yeah. what it is. I mean, uh, and of course we live in this world where we all need to feel appreciated and we all need attention. We all need love. We all need somebody to like us. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just. There's just better ways to do it. Than yeah, you're chasing validation. Yeah, you're chasing that blue tick. Yeah, and that's that's the thing of the blue tick. <laughs> that's the thing about about people giving up too soon is that they want to microwave their career or their success. Mm-hmm. They want to book that tour tomorrow, even though that tour they already booked the tour, but it's in three years. Yeah, but are you gonna are you gonna stick out in three years? Because mm-hmm. God and the universe already has this written down for you. Yeah, you're gonna go on Taylor Swift tour in three years. Yeah, but you don't know that. Yeah, but do you do you have the heart to keep going for the next three years, even though you don't book anything for three years? But you're gonna get a world tour. Yeah, like what if I said to you, you can do uh, a world tour next year. Yeah, with say say Kylie. Yeah, or you wait. And in five years, you can do a world tour with Chris Brown. So here's the thing, right? I mean, I feel like Kylie's probably a bad example because yeah, that I'm is currently one of, on the tour, and, that, and that's one of <laughs> no, and that's one of your ultimate goals. Yeah. Okay. So say say it's not Kylie. Say it's fucking <clears throat> take that. Yeah. Next year. Yeah. Take or, that world tour next year, yeah. or in five years' time, but you're gonna struggle every single day. Yeah. till then you're gonna do Chris Brown world tour. Yeah. Take that. Because that's yeah. the world we live in. Because no. That's because I already achieved my goal. Yeah. So I don't need to wait okay. five more years. You're a bad example, tour. but for <laughs> Sorry, bro, I fucked you up. <laughs> you fucked me up. And but, also, I don't, I don't date Chris Brown's latest tours. Okay, it's, really... it's forever tour, bro. If it, okay, so yeah, if, there it, you go. if it was, if it was Usher, yeah, or JT, like yeah, uh, if you then, I, go... then I would struggle for five more years. Yeah, yeah. me too. Like if you yeah. said to me, you can buy a house this year and keep doing Dream Boys. Yeah. Or in three years' time, you're gonna struggle every single day, but you're gonna do Justin Timberlake fucking yeah. Future Sex Love Sound Tours making a comeback. Boy. Like I'll be homeless for three years. Yup. I remember. I remember <laughs> you, and this is a few years ago. You told me if you had booked, you no, you told me that you would you would take a nine to five job if you just booked the Usher tour. Like you wouldn't mind booking an Usher tour and then after that to an Antifa the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, that's actually, that's dedication right there. Like if I booked my dream tour, yeah. like Usher, like Usher, J-Lo, JT, Chris Brown. Oh, J-Lo tour. Oh. Like as a male dancer, yeah, J-Lo is the come one. On, topless Erday. Yeah, like JR, J-Ross. You can't chilling. overeat. Like, you no. can't overeat the catering that's before the show, man. That's what I'm saying. But like, as like one of those four tours, yeah, I could retire tomorrow and yeah. I'd be like, I'm satisfied. You know, I mean, if I had to retire tomorrow now, I'm satisfied. Of I've course. had a great life. Yeah, but one of those, I'd be like, yeah, give me that, and I'll never. And you say I can't dance again? Dope. Sure. Did what I needed to do. That's the thing, and that's uh, I think also one of the things about like you're saying now, if you achieve your goal, boom, move on to the next thing. I mm. think a lot of people don't understand the reality in that. A lot of people think, well, I'm a dancer now, so I'm a dancer for the next. 60 years I can't mm-hmm. change profession mm-hmm. you know a lot uh, I know people who've been going through dancing you know and then slowly like you have a side job and then slowly you do the side job more than you do the dancing and you feel like oh 
I feel like I'm giving up. I feel like I'm quitting. Or I feel like I'm, I'm, I didn't make it. And I'm like, no, you did make it. But yeah. now it's time for you to transition into something yeah. different. It's like my like, goal isn't to dance anymore. My no. goal, like I want a podcast. Yeah, life, wanna, life I want to get paid to speak to people and have fun like, like today. Yeah. Like, this is my new goal. Yeah, man. Not dancing. Like, obviously, That's if right. JT Tour comes along, motherfucker, I'm gone. Yeah, they're going to call oh, your way. Yeah, I'm gone. But, like, yeah, otherwise, I'll, I'll, this is my next venture. You know For what I'm sure. saying? Because things change. Yeah, and and that's the that's the beauty of life as well. That I remember when I was 17, bro. I was like, I don't care if I'm a broke dancer. I just want to dance. Uh-huh. Now I'm 25. I'm like, oh, girl, I need my coin. I don't want to be a broke dancer. No, like I'm like you. I want to have a house by 30, or mm-hmm. I want to own something by 30, mm-hmm. an apartment, anything. Um, and that's why I'm also like, well. I'm not gonna wait five more years for something, whatever tour. If I can get a tour next year that can pay me for my house, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. So it's it's you know, but it, you, you can't say that until you actually achieve what you need to achieve. Mm-hmm. Like you're saying now, well, I'm I'm on the tour that I've I've paid and worked for for the past two two or three years. If I if I had to retire today, cool, yeah. please, I'm gonna hit the gym. You know, <laughs> that's the thing. That that's 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 the beauty of actually achieving your goal and not and not watering your goal down mm-hmm. to make it easier and to make it. Oh, my goal was to be an extra and X factor, and I did that. So I feel I feel accomplished. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, bro, fuck that. You need to put your goal as to be have a fucking solo, just you on X factor with a fucking art, artist or whatever. You have to make your goal so damn big and large and scary that all you can do is just work for that shit every day. Mm-hmm. And then once you achieve it, pff, it's calm. like yeah, it's like the Boom. fucking you know. I remember, um, I remember when my dream was to dance for Alexandra Burke. Right. I was like 20. Yeah. And I remember getting that phone call. I booked the audition and boy, I was on the tube and I cried, bro. That's right. I cried. I remember booking Jason Derulo. I was in Tesco's. Jerry called me. He's like, you booked it. Shout out, Jerry. I cried in the middle of Tesco's. Like (laughs) that feeling of like achieving one of your goals is like unreal. I remember getting the email being like, your visa's been approved. And I remember literally my eyes welling up. And I remember showing my mum the email and I saw the the complete disappointment in my mum's face. She was was obviously so happy for me. But she was like, my baby's My little boy's called. You know, that feeling, there's nothing better than it. Nah, bro. You know? It's, um, like, I remember releasing my first podcast and someone messaged me like, yo, that was dope. I was like, oh, someone listened. People heard it? One person listened. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> it wasn't me? It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what life is all about, man. It's, it's the roller coaster of life. It's the ups and downs. Cause if, and the ins and outs. Nice. Woo, see what I did? Yeah, nice, nice. Cool. Um, but if, if life, if, if, if you, if you want to have an easy life, no, don't pray for an easy life. Pray for the strength for a difficult life, you mm-hmm. know? Because it's, like you said, we, we come here, like I came here for the first six months just struggling, dying, calling back home, crying every day. I want to move back home. I want to just be a PT or whatever. Mm. But then once you get that, that first job, you're like, holy shit. That was worth it. Whoa. That you was know? worth it. Then yeah. you're like, well, from here can only, what, what's next, you know? Yeah. And that's the, that's the enjoyment of this industry is that what's next? I have no clue, but I'm excited. Mm-hmm. And you don't really have that when you have a, a more normal life. But at the same time, you have that that daily love of people around you, which no money can buy. So it's kind of like to be able to experience this mm-hmm. in your 20s, experience the, the certain rush of booking something and the rush of being on stage and the rush of accomplishing something you dreamt about and cried for and bled for and, and worked for for years, accomplishing that. 
it's incredible. But then when you hit your 30s and your 40s and you you have a family, you have that daily love every day. That's a different kind of fulfillment, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's incredible for us that we we have the honor to experience both. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, because some people don't know what it's like to to truly sacrifice and go for your deepest dream. Some people don't know that. Most people don't. Yeah. Not some. No, I'd say yeah. I'd say ninety five percent of people don't. Yeah. And that's why a lot of people don't really understand the path that we are on in this industry and this life. Because it's, it's more than just the industry. Like, the the career choice I've chosen is going to change the rest of my life, mm-hmm. you know? It's going to make the rest of your life. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. For sure. Because it's going to take me to another places, you know? And, and it's going to open other doors for me. And, yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you know, if you take care of today, you don't have to worry about tomorrow because... It's already setting goal because you you're good today. That's right. You know, if you could give any advice to a uh, a young dancer or an up and coming dancer, yeah, what would it be? Um, first of all, you have to believe in yourself. Even though, even if you don't feel like it, or if you see somebody on Instagram better than you, Fuck or Instagram. booking more jobs than you, or whatever, having a better body than you, it doesn't matter, bro, or girl. Um, what matters is that you stay. True to who you are as a person, you stay true to your own goals, and that you work every single day for it, and you don't, you don't, don't complain about it. Just take it as a, as a, as a man. As a lesson. Just take, yeah. Like if mm-hmm. if life gives you shit, be like, cool. That's gonna make me stronger. That's mm-hmm. gonna that's gonna provide provide me with mm-hmm. stronger skin for when I actually book that job. Mm-hmm. I remember when I, when I did X Facts under Brian. And I was like, I'm excited to see how, how I'm going to deal with this if I can even take working under him. That was a piece of cake. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a that was a smooth ride for me doing it with him. And we had, you know, them changes half an hour before showtime. Yeah. And I was I was good because I've been through through things and I've been taking my class and I've been making myself ready for the moment. Mm-hmm. And I just think if if you, you set a goal... Don't don't change that goal no matter how many years it's gonna take, mm-hmm. and just understand you need to sacrifice for this. If you don't feel like you sacrificed enough, you won't achieve the goal. Mm-hmm. If you haven't been burned or if you haven't had enough downs, you mm-hmm. won't get that up. Mm-hmm. Life ain't just. You won't appreciate that up. No, like you have to go through shitty times to get make the best times of your life. That's right. <clears throat> so, believe in yourself, man. Even when nobody does it, as long as you like I said before. When I look in the mirror and I see who I'm spending my life with and it's me, I'm I'm hella excited because I trust me. Trust yourself. No matter what it is, trust yourself. You'll be I. I think that's the best advice for someone. Just believe in yourself. Yeah. You know? And but that's so easy to say, just believe in oh, yourself. It's so but how easy do I do say. that? How do I do well, that? Well just trust un- trust your guts, man. Trust yeah. your like don't ask 28 different people for the right no. decision. Go with what you want. Yeah. If that's you want to be say. a fucking lacrosse teacher. Be a lacrosse teacher. Don't ask your mom or your dad, is this clever? Am I going to make money? Fuck that. The money will come just as long as you follow the passion that makes sense for you. And you're dope at it. You know? Yeah. You know, you have to have the talent as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you think of any profession in the world, if you're good at it and you're really good at it, you'll make money. Yeah. Easy. And Real if fun. you're enjoying it, I mean, that's worth more than money. Yeah. There's so many people with loads of money that fucking hate their lives. Exactly. And I was a broke dancer for a long time and I loved mine. That shit was dope. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that made it all the more fun. Yeah, man. 
There's nothing more exciting than waking up every day going, shit, I can't afford lunch. And I can't feel my legs. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's the thing as well. So many people think that by the time you're 25, which I am now, mm-hmm. you think you have your life all sorted out. Oh, bro. I'm you know? 28 and I still don't know my dick from my ass. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, that's like, kinda, that kind of sucks. But Yeah, but do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm 28 and I think I've got it all figured out. Yeah. And bro, I'm still fucking up every single day. I that's, make a mistake every single day. We learn from it. But that's that's the most important thing is that the, the, the shitty times you go through, if you just push them away or like don't acknowledge them, you won't learn from them. You'll keep doing the same shit. Oh, you got to acknowledge them. You got to be like, okay, hold up. This shit just happened. What happened? Why did it happen? Understand mm-hmm. what it what it and why it needed to happen. Yeah, and they'd be like, "Cool, I'll keep that in me." So next time this situation comes around, it won't happen. I again. can handle it. Yeah, you know? shit going wrong is good. Yeah, like I think shit being bad. It doesn't feel. I've very made good so many fuck ups. No, I've made so many fuck ups in the past ten years of being a dancer. And we're not talking about just being a dancer, but in life. In life, yeah. yeah. But that's my life is being that yeah, has been being a dancer. So I've made so many fuck ups, but. It's made me who I am now and it's taught me all the lessons I've learned now. And what I've learned to do is that if I realize I've made the same mistake again, yeah. then I have to go, you didn't learn the first time. you got to blame yourself. Like, now this is your fault. This yeah. isn't something that you didn't know. This is something that you knew, but you didn't pay any attention or you weren't aware of. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I know that eating four protein bars gives me a bad belly. Yep. And last night, I still did it. <laughs> But it tastes good, I'm sure. Yeah, it tasted great, yeah. but it's my fault. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, it's not You're the protein up. bar's fault. It's not no. my, my gut's fault. It's my brain's yeah. fault because I knew the consequences as I was being you a fat prick it. and putting them in my mouth. Yeah. Thinking, oh, it's just a protein bar. I'll be I, fine. I won't feel bloated tomorrow. Yeah. I won't fart all the way through this interview. Almost shit myself on the way here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, bro. Yeah, man. I've loved having you here. Yeah, bro. I loved having you here in my hotel room. Mm, yes, bro. <laughs> we at the hotel. We're going to hit the gym now. Yeah, we're going to go get some gains. We're going to get some gains because that's what we love to do. Yeah. We're going to dance with weights. That's right, guys. All right, guys. Well, uh, check Um, out Anders on social media. Check out his Instagram. I mean, that's the only thing he's got popping at the moment. Yeah, I don't really, I don't really have Twitter, or no. I don't care about Facebook or YouTube. No, I got, I got Facebook, but it's good for seeing the family. YouTube. Yeah, Facebook is, you know, we, neither of us, is, we don't really do YouTube videos that no. much. We've, but we've got some videos. Yeah. In fact, most of our videos are together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah on Instagram. Yeah, though. on Instagram. You gotta check them out because we dance we well dance. together. We twenties. 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 Anyway, right. peace out, motherfuckers. Bro. Bam. Uh. Uh. And guys, if you heard this whole situation through, I appreciate you and I hope you have a wonderful day. And thank you for supporting my friend Kane Silver's podcast, Dance and Outs. Yeah. Pew, pew. This episode was brought to you by Level Up Dance Academy, bringing you premium dance training, making you the best dancer you can be so you can have a career better than me. Rhymes, bars, rap star. I'm out. Bah. Thank you for listening to the Ins and Outs podcast. Please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Subscribe, share with your friends and family, and also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We out. Peace.